Hey y'all, this is Vernon Reed from Living Color and you're listening to Middle Age Metalhead. <clears throat> Hello friends and neighbors and welcome to another episode of Middle Age Metalheads. I am Michael Stamps, as always joined by my colleagues in metal, David Timoney in Muff, Ireland. Oh. John Harden in Austin, Texas. And the Metal Lord Colin <laughs> Bosler in Whitehall. I'm not going to make a noise. <laughs> you just did. All right. You're, you're announcing us like a really bad like sportscaster. No, I just I just want to do like almost like match game or like Hollywood Square nice. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Center Square. Charles yeah. Nelson Riley. George Goble. That's right. <laughs> did were were we having that discussion about yeah. Hollywood Squares? We were. All right, probably, just checking. probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so tonight's episode is devoted to 3.0. That is our third what? fantasy festival. I, we skipped a year. I went back and listened to the last yeah, episode, or the, yeah. the, the last time we did this, and we so we skipped a year. So we it's not an annual know. thing. We did, did we? We did. Yeah. Yeah. We. Missed yeah. That. We 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 totally like uh, we muffed it there. Hey. Well, we're making up for it tonight. Totally. And and again, um, John's going to run down all of the the sort of uh, the, you know, the the rules and regulations for this. Um, but, the, first. The, but first, but <laughs> first, it's the, the we could battle. The weekend metal weekend metal week. The weekend metal weekend metal. The weekend metal weekend metal weekend. Weekend metal. Weekend metal weekend metal weekend. The weekend. Michael, what's your week in metal this week? Uh, so I, I bring you sad news concerning the death of Cynthia Plastercaster, all Britain. Uh, she, of course, changed her name to just Cynthia Plastercaster. Um, there are at least... I have to remove a, that from my bucket list. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, or there's, there's always... <laughs> You could uh, do the home version. I, I could buy a kit at Spencer's. Baby yeah. is getting anxious. <laughs> <laughs> so here, here's your latent kiss reference. But of course, uh, Cynthia, was, Cynthia was famous for uh, taking plaster casts of famous rock star Cox. Um, with Gen- uh, Gen- Gen- genitalia, you mean? Yeah, it's Hello. Sunday at 5 o'clock here, everyone. Yeah. Yes. How's it going? Yeah, that's Lent that's is, what she Lent did. has ended. The uh, Lenten season is over. So it was, uh, you know, it was one of those things that she learned about when she was in high school, and she and her friend thought, "Wow, this would be really nice." And she was a kind of uh, a rock star groupie, so she would follow around bands and then, you know, propose to them the idea of immortalizing their junk in plaster casts. Uh, and and among her most famous. Uh, 
Hawk statues, of course, include Jimi Hendrix, Wayne Kramer of the MC5, uh, Jel Biafra, and even Karen O of the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. So good for her. And, and, and though we know uh, all about Plaster Cast, or at least I learned from it uh, from the Love Gun album and the Gene Simmons song, Plaster Caster. Uh, Gene, I think, was the guy who like pursued her, and she's just like, nah, gonna pass on you. <laughs> Like there was like a, there was a hard pass, so it's like that's that's kind of rough for you. But uh, Tough, always the bridesman. He, he's right. he, he, he's still got all those Polaroids. There we right. go. Rest in peace to the plaster caster. Mm. There you go. I'm, I'm sure there's a museum someplace where you can see them or just go on to. Google yeah, Google. unfortunately, you, that's in your Google history, man. <laughs> yeah, among, among other you things. Start, start getting ads on Facebook. Yeah. It's like, why am I getting so many hits for, like, Narcos Violence? It's like, yeah, or Hobby Lobby. (laughs) 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 What do the kids want to do for Easter? (laughs) My week in metal story this week is a rumor that got started by Jason Newstead. He was interviewed by, I'm not sure, I think Classic Rock Magazine. And he let slip that he had been approached to do a Van Halen tribute tour involving Joe Satriani and David Lee Roth. And and he had passed on it and he thinks that it fizzled out. But then later in the week, Joe Satriani was on a podcast and confirmed it, said that uh, there is talk that Alex Van Halen is putting together a tour that would encapsulate all eras of Van Halen. And I don't know if this is going to be a one-off show or if it's going to be a tour. Uh, There were a couple things that I thought stuck out that that were interesting about this. Joe Satriani said, the thought of representing all the eras of Van Halen, that's pretty daunting. It's a lot of stuff. And then they talked to David Lee Roth and he said, in my mind, the age of COVID is going to require two of us for every position. Joe Satriani and Steve Lukather on guitar. Michael Anthony and Jason Newstead on bass, and Alex Van Halen or Tommy Lee on drums. Now, he didn't mention Sammy, but I mean, if you're going to have these eras of Van Halen, those would be the two singers, I think, that would go out. I'm not sure why Michael Anthony and Alex need backups, considering they played every one of those songs leading up to this tour, but... I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to think about this. Colin and I were, were talking about it over dinner, and and I think it would be better if this was a one-off show. If at Dodger Stadium, they were like, look, this this is, this is the tribute to Van Halen. This is the, the closing the book on the chapter of Van Halen. And they reach out to anyone who wants to be a part of it. And every song could have a different guitarist. And Colin and I were saying, like, you would get every guitarist to line up and play and play one song. Absolutely, absolutely. Did you see that other? There was another article where David Lee Roth said the only person he thinks could sing the catalog was Pink. Yeah, which is, I I mean, you know, Dave's fucking weird. Like, like. I mean, granted, she probably does sing his his era of Van Halen songs better than him at this point. Like she knows she the lyrics like better, surely. Um, 
I, I don't know. I just think it would be better as a tribute show because I think to do this properly, it would be a little tricky to get these people together and tour. Yeah. I, I, I like that idea if it were just like a, maybe not a one-off, but maybe two nights or something and just have yeah. like, make, it, make it a sort of like an all-star tribute. And yeah, definitely have, you know, some of the original members, including Sammy. Yeah, or a week in Vegas, something like that. You know, like yeah. a, a limited time. I, I just don't see a tour like this going, you know, 30, 40 dates across the U.S. and you've got a band of 12 people yeah, and there's, there's, there, yeah, there's already been some sort of hiccups with uh, everybody else involved. Uh, you know, David Lee Roth canceling his residency, and you know who knows what Alex is up to these days. That that was the interesting part of it to me is that Alex seems to be the one driving this. That he seems to be organizing it. You know, after Eddie passed away, it took a while, but then Wolfgang did some interviews and. They asked him about what about a tribute show? What about, you know, something to honor your dad and this and that? And he always said that that's my uncle's yeah, thing. He's, he's, that's he's his band. Business. You know what I mean? He's he, Wolfgang's happy to be doing his band, but he's like, you know, Van Halen is going to be Al's thing. And it sounds like it is. It sounds like Al is actually revving the engine. I don't, who knows if it ever leaves, you know, the starting gate, but it, there's something. For a band that you never get news on and nothing ever happens, it actually sounds like something might be kind of happening. Yeah, yeah. That would be a... I think, and I again, think if Alex only to... has a few more big paydays left, so get it while it's hot. What were you saying, Colin? I think if you had a big two-day event in at one time, you would get the people coming in and saying, I want to be part of this. Yeah. I, th- I think once you put the, the circus on the road, I don't think you're going to get as much as much support you'll get support but i don't think they're going to want to commit to doing it because i think it's just too much you're trying you're trying to put the tent up if you will every time in these towns and i just don't see it being as successful yeah make it make it a 48 hour two-day festival everybody loves on eddie and says you know these are all my memories you're going to have lots and lots of people and then that's it and then i think you're gonna have a much better turnout yeah, or two days in Giant Stadium, two days in you know Dodger Stadium, and that's it. Boom. Again, we we remember famously when they uh, they double booked all of the Monster of Rock uh, shows back in '89. You know, we we saw them at Candlestick, and they were supposedly originally like two dates, and they're just like, nope, just one date now. Yeah. So like they 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 really overestimated the. Yeah, uh, the, the, I, the I'd say if they're going to do two coasts, it's one day on each coast. Yeah, maybe that's <laughs> like, it. Yeah. I also, I, you know what I mean? Also, if you're going to fill a stadium, it's like it, it's not an all day thing. If you're playing the music of Van Halen, you play 20 songs. The next night you play a different 20. Yeah. Yeah. And then that way you get people to like double up. Yeah. Wolfgang comes and opens, get a couple sure. different openers. Why not? You know? Yeah, so that, that's part of our fantasy right here—the fantasy of some sort of like yeah, farewell to, to Eddie and the kind of continuation of uh, the existing members and the legacy of the music. So, David, what you got there in muff for uh, the week in metal? The week in metal. Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, I didn't realize, or I'd forgotten that that news of of the reunion tribute type thing came out of Jason Newsted, and I'm actually now wondering if it's just him trying to be relevant because he just puts out this <laughs> it's new... Jason Newstead week <laughs> it's Jason Newstead week so he, he's got this new band 
And I, I gotta get my head wrapped around Newstead, right? Like, because I liked him as a Metallica guy. You know what I mean? I never really connected with Cliff Burton. And again, this is probably because when I was a kid and Metallica was breaking, dudes I knew were just bananas about Cliff Burton. And that, like, that pushes me away. It's like, just give, you know, give, give me some space here. You know, let me get into it myself. <laughs> I don't need, I don't need you gushing over a bass player playing triads over and over again playing a song. Um, but he's got this band together, and it sounds like the house band for, like, a, a steak place. It's called the Chop House Band. Um, oh, no. Yeah, I know. Now, here's the other thing. Is it the promo Do picture? they have Chops? No, man. They're like a bluegrass band. They're like a country thing. He's in the cover picture for this article... He looks like if like Lou Reed and B. Arthur had a kid, um, or, or like you know, or like um, you're like Lyle Lovett's missing brother, um, and they're wearing like you know Jeff caps and suits and crap like that. But you know what? There's a video of them singing a, of this tune, and it's pretty good, man. It's not normal, you know. Like when he started bouncing around. And he, like, joined Voivod. Like, he was producing Voivod, and then he played with them. And then he went off and did all these other projects, and now he's doing this. Like, you know me. I like stability. So when dudes are just bouncing around, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like your next project. It makes me hard to kind of latch on to people. But this project For, for a guy who loves, like, Billy Sheehan and Steve Vai, these guys are always bouncing around to different but, projects. No, yeah, but, like, I don't like all of his projects. Like, I like him with David Lee Roth. I like him with Talis. I hate him with Mr. Big. Um, you know, I yeah. hate him. I hate a lot. And that new band he's in, was it Sons? Is it, he's in Sons of something or... Winery Dogs. Winery well, Dogs. B- Billy I don't Sheehan. like that at all, right? You just um, don't like the name. That's true. <laughs> but, I mean, I just, you know... When you like somebody, you want them to be good, and then they change, and then the new thing's not good. I'm like, ugh. Yeah, uh, why do you anyway. have to continue sucking? You make bad decisions. You make bad decisions. Just stay with the freaking band and be good and stop it. Um, yeah. No, you know what? It's not metal, but it's good. It's a little dark, which I enjoy. Um, it's a little. It's not quite as, as hillbilly-ish as people have called it, but it's it's a little like dark country. I, I like it. I like it. It's got some vocal harmonies going. It's got some decent beats played. Um, the, the what are they called? The, the Chop, Chop House, House Band. Okay. The link's in the dock, and like a, you scroll down, and there's two videos. I think it sounds good. Um, if they were to make a record, I would probably listen to it. Um, and cool. knowing him, he'll like quit and go join some stupid band afterwards. But there you go. Yeah, maybe you'll help uh, re- reform Pantera. Probably yeah. not. Needs that. Colin, week in metal. So I've got uh, two show reviews. So oh, that's right. let's see. Uh, week yeah, you've ago, been busy. I have been. Yeah, a week ago, uh, Friday, I saw uh, the Nocturnal Affair, GFM, <laughs> and Fozzie. And just this past Thursday, I saw S- Exodus, Testament, and Death Angel. So we'll I start with the, that. Is, it was a solid show. So we'll go back to Fozzie real quick and, and that one. So uh, Nocturnal Affair was a good rock band. Uh, I liked them. A nice, nice, solid uh, opener. And, and Fozzie's great. I think he's a he's a born showman. He's Chris Jericho just has fun, and, and it's it's nice to be around fun people and then sing along and have a good time. But the band that really struck me there was a band called GFM. And I, as I mentioned before, I'm not as prepared tonight as I would like to be. But they are. There's three women. 
and they of course uh, <laughs> that's, that's, what were they wearing Colin. <laughs> uh, cheerleader outfits <laughs> pink cheerleader outfits with gfm across the chest and uh seriously yeah yeah oh. they're, 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 they're dressed they're dressed like punk cheerleaders you got my interest gold frankincense and myrrh if you is that <laughs> what it stands for that's what it stands for that's the gfm oh they're, they're like okay. a christian rock band I, no yeah, apparently so look look them up they're dressed like cheerleaders on their website if, if you look them up you gotta think not so there's CJ, Maggie, and Lulu, and it's so when you come out again, you see these these cheerleaders, and I, this is going to be a really weird reference for our, our audience, but there's a Disney show about zombies in high school that my granddaughter watches all the time, and I don't remember the name of it, but this is the kind of band you would expect to see at a zombie pep rally. Like they they start looking like cheerleaders, but they play punk, heavy, growly, fun music, and they. They beat the hell out of their instruments, and they they scream and jump around and have a, a blast. It is a lot of fun. You would expect. Are you talking, them about, in... Monster, are you talking about Monster High? No, that's a different show. Disney has one called Zombies, Zombie High, or something like that. It's some uh, it's some zombies in high school. I'm looking for a new show. The other better call Saul's done. Okay, well, it's not done. <laughs> just started. <laughs> Anyway, these these uh, these three girls up on the stage were it was so much fun. At first, she starts doing Michael's Cookie Monster growl, and I was like, "Ooh, I don't know about this." But then it caught on, and they they sang as well, and they were they just had fun. They all glow in the dark. Everything was pink. And they sound like American right. baby metal. There you yeah, go. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kinda. And uh, yeah, everything glowed in the dark. It was lime green and pink. And anyway, and it just they were just the, the drummers going nuts back there so they were they were the one that night that i i really thought was just a good time and they came out to hang with the with the fans and sign autographs and stuff and, and i thought that was just it was a good time we were at the sherman theater for that one that's always a good place and then uh in texas in austin i went to a place called emos uh, this past thursday and again saw death angel exodus and testament testament and exodus were solid of course as you would expect they they were really good but i'll tell you what death angel i those guys don't get enough love they don't i i don't know why i that the energy that they brought and the way that the crowd reacts to them every time i see death angel i'm i'm just blown away by how good they are and they're always the opener i don't know why they're not headlining i don't i don't know why they don't get more uh respect or mention from from the the audiences that i've seen they just but they're 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 absolutely incredible and they're so tight Exodus was good, but Exodus always sort of has that that lid on what they're going to do. Like Gary Holt is excellent, but they always seem to have a ceiling where he's going to stop. Death Angel pushes through that ceiling. Same with Testament. It kind of has like, you know, Chuck Billy has this thing and everybody kind of does. But there's always that like, here's where we're going to hit at that level. And don't get me wrong, it's thrashy and it's great. But Death Angel has so much energy that they're just blasting through that 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 ceiling, if you will. And they're just always going higher and faster and and just bring such crazy energy and i don't understand why they're not more than the opener yeah i've come to death angel very very late like when i was a kid playing in a band and board came out the video got heavy rotation um i was i kind of like walked the line liking it not liking it uh the big guy who played bass in my band was really into them um got the ultra violence got the new record got got uh, act three and it never really landed with me, and I didn't pay much attention to it. And it was just a couple years ago. I was like, I'm going to dive back into those guys. And I started with Act 3, 
And I was just blown away. I'm like, man, I missed this a lot. And I, I'd actually tweeted about it, and they responded to the tweet. I was like, these guys paying attention, dude. I guess they got nothing else to do, or like maybe they're just really like like connecting with people or whatever. Um, but no, man, I agree. I I I can't wait for an opportunity to see them. Um, I think that tour is coming through Philly, uh, and I don't know if I'll be back in time to see it. But uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to to seeing them because they just they, they're great, and some of their new stuff I've seen uh, videos looks awesome as well. I mean, all their new releases over the last five to 10 years have been solid, solid, solid releases. But again, when you start talking to people in a crowd and you start talking about, about, about favorite bands and bands you want to see, I don't hear their name much. And it's just, it's a shame to me. It's just, I wish they would have a little bit more public appreciation for what they've done. Yeah. I, I think it, it, it's the same thing. That's a East coast, West coast sort of thing. We're like, you know, out here on the East coast, people like to talk about overkill and, and you know, in the Bay area, and this is part of the the Bay Strikes Back series or tour with with Testament and uh, Exodus and and and, uh, and Death Angel. But yeah, Death Angel was like always like so many other bands. They were in the shadow of like so many other big bands that were like blowing up the underground, as it were. They they're in the in the Bay Area, of course, Metallica and, and bands like uh, Testament. Um, yeah, but that's that sounded like an awesome show. Was it was it a good venue there? Emos Emos you called it. Uh, well, I, I went in with emos. Um, John, John and I talked about this on Friday. So to answer your question directly, Michael, when you're in the venue, yes, it's a nice venue. Big high ceilings, lots of volume, lots of, of roaming. It's like the reverb with a big high ceiling. So it's, it's a nice open area. So I like the venue. Parking is a nightmare. It, it ha- There's nothing around. It's a small parking lot that they have, but that fills up like hours before the show. So I parked across the street in what I thought was a public parking lot. I was met with a boot on my car at the end ah. of the show, as, as, <laughs> as many of us were who parked over there. And it cost me $100 to get the boot off my car to go home from the show. So Austin made 100 bucks off me that night. And I was not happy with that. God, but, it was yeah. in Austin. It was whoever owned the parking lot. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. Fair, fair enough, John. Well, somebody made $100. <laughs> they, 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 not they, Austin. Set, they set up a honeypot for you. Yeah. So God they caught damn. a whole bunch of us. Out. And I said to the guy in PA, these are public spots. He said, not in Austin. In Austin, they're all private parking lots. That's why it's all posted. And I said, well, I didn't see that sign. So anyway. Yeah. 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 I've, I've, I've parked for free in Philly at times and then like come back and it's like, oh, now there's a ticket for $35. See, it's funny that you said that, but Michael, because like, that's what I told him. I said, you know, in Pennsylvania, I just get a ticket. I go home and I pay it. He's like, yeah, not, not in boot. Austin. Yeah, he's like, in Austin, we boot your car. I'm like, okay. That's right. that's debilitating. That's why yeah. I said, I'm like, damn. So, so, so folks over here. When we were in uh, Pittsburgh, we got towed, and I asked the guy, why we didn't just get a ticket? He's like, well, nobody takes tickets seriously. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> then the guy like, told us that the ticket was 25 bucks. And overnight storage was eight dollars. So we were like, "Oh, screw it, we'll get it tomorrow." <laughs> well, then, yeah, then like a like a twenty dollar Uber to like where the impound yard was. Fuck, that's yeah, that's how that goes. But if folks out here on the uh, Mid Atlantic area, they're that uh, uh, the what is it called? Battle of the Bay or ba- the Bay is back. The bay, the bay strikes back. Bay strikes back is coming to to the Theater of Living Arts on May third. Yeah, in Philly. That's the one I, I so, won't be back. But that's a great so show. May third venue oh, too. They they yeah. they've redone that venue and it looks really nice. Oh, they've redone it. Sounds like Fantastic. a Tuesday. That's a Tuesday night. 
It is yeah, a Tuesday my, night. I got my COVID shot it's there. It's next Tuesday night, Michael. Yeah, that's that's. Oh, you got right your up. shot at the TLA? Yeah. No, oh, nice. that's that's a Monday night, actually. So According check it out. My, my May third no, on my Tuesday, calendar dude. is a Tuesday. Oh, I'm looking at I'm looking at the wrong number. Yeah, May third, <laughs> Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. So we, we wrapped be, up the up, we wrapped up the week in metal. We did. We have that brings us to Fantasy Festival. 2022. Yay! Fantasy's going. So, yep. to to review for folks who haven't listened to one of these episodes before, and for the benefit of us, we pick seven bands. Four bands are on an undercard. Three bands are headliners. Then we pick three bands that play a side stage that's outside the venue before you get in. No bands picked from a previous draft are eligible for your festival. And... Going that we've done this a few times now, that list is starting to get pretty long. Uh, (laughs) Tonight should be interesting. Then we pick a name for our festival and we pick a venue for our festival. And so uh, that's where we are. As is customary, we will pick a name from the hat to see who goes first. John, permission to approach the bench for a second? My pleasure, Colin, please. Don't we have the right to say that somebody's not... Like yeah, if, I, I think by, I, right. I think with the undercards, we sort of like we we go to our panel of esteemed judges to be like, right, yeah, too big, too small. Uh, you know, like yeah. I, I I think if someone wants to pick an undercard band as their headliner, no one complains. But you can't pick someone with you know twenty million sold. Yeah, I think I I, I I tried to do Anthrax on my undercard last time, and everybody hey, like poo pooed that. That's a no-go. And, and oh, D- David David wanted to do Rage for Order on his undercard last time too, and it's like, nope, that's not going to work either. Rage for Order still not a band. <laughs> Rage against the machine. <laughs> that, is, that is so funny. That is I was because I was listening to that episode today, and I'm going like, oh shit! I, I kept making the same mistake and going like, still not a band. <laughs> Why does why doesn't that sound right? <laughs> Two years later, not a band. Yep. Still, not yep. a band. still not right. But we'll, 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 we'll get it figured out. And also, right. yeah. So let's, let's, so let's see, see, let's who, goes see first. who picks first this year. Our first pick, David. Ooh, David. Oh. So who am I picking here? What am I picking? Hold on. Let's what get our order pick? first. Right. Our second pick. The Giants hat says E. All right. Is it a Giants hat, John? Or did you it go triple A uh, ball? Okay. Yeah, it's a Giants hat. San Francisco baseball giant. Third pick. Colin. Colin. All right. Which means Michael. Right. That makes me last again. Is yep. the last in line. But you double up now, right? Because we that's, go snake. That's, that's he exactly. Does, he does indeed. So we do that. Yeah, yeah, we do yeah, snake we my serpentine. Yeah. Wow. Go one through four and then four through three. Four to yep. one. Up, up All right. So, Michael, your first undercard band of the evening. Oh, man. David. No, David's, David's first. first. Sorry. David. David. On, David's first. We just did <laughs> this. just felt bad Come for Mike. He's in order. Take him. Take Rage for Order. I love being last. I'm yeah, last pick one, Rage for Order. First. <laughs> rage for Order. Um, <laughs> So my first undercard band, you know, this just popped up on Twitter. Just so happens. My undercard band is Capra. They are celebrating 
one year nice. anniversary of their first full length release, and it just so happened that they were at the top of my list for the undercard on this show. What a great freaking band! What great yeah. freaking people! And I'm hearing rumors that they're gonna have some new stuff coming out soon, um, and I'm excited about that. I've got the vinyl, I've got the stream. Um, and uh, and I can't wait to hear more from that band. So Capra is my first undercard band. Yeah, congrats to those guys. I think they've yeah. had a busy year. It looks like they've yeah. been out playing. And, yeah, good shit. And I'm, I'm, uh, again, because I listened to the last stuff, the last time we did this, I think David picked Capra before for his undercard. That, and that's that's not that, that was and that was at a point where he might have been on the side stage before. Side stage, yeah. Side so stage is eligible. They they got the call up to the bigs. Yeah, so that's so you, you're bringing them to the main stage, eh, David? Yeah, man, I guess so. I didn't realize. Uh, I, I don't listen to our podcast. Oh no, I I just I, I went I went back to like just like remember the format and like and, and reviewed like which bands which bands are left actually. Uh, besides Fozzy. Uh, besides Fozzy. And, uh, Not after this year. It, it, it was funny because it was, <laughs> David David had just you know just just discovered them, and then of course we thereafter uh, uh, interviewed uh, the members of the band there uh, in New Orleans. Uh, so that's that's a good pick. Yeah, that's, yeah they're great. Hey, look look how far they've come along in a couple of years, and people should totally check out their jams. So we go number two to John. My first undercard of the night: Fraley's Comet. Oh my gosh! Oh, it's a it's it's a full reunion. Ace has put out the text. All the guys are coming back. You know, the David Letterman show is now wrapped, and uh, Anton Anton Vig is back. Just just waiting Anton. for the call. He's got nothing to do. He's playing he's, he's playing drums for Ben Vereen. They are back. It's a full awesome. reunion, and uh, they are opening my festival. Now, does that mean we can't pick Ace Freely solo? That is correct. Darn it, because I had Ace Freely on my list. What? It pays to be earlier. Yeah, I was going to take Ace <laughs> Nice job. Nice job. All right. All right. Good pick. Call on the undercard. <sighs> well, let's see. Now that Ace Freely is no longer on the, on the opportunity here, I think I'm going to start. Hold on. I got to check real quick here. I got to consult the the tome of all knowledge to see oh, what you weren't uh, kidding. You're not ready. I'm not ready. All right. Looks like I can take him. I'm going to take the sword. Ah, Ooh, they were under, I think they were outside last year, or two years ago, or something. They might have been. I yeah. I had them in my choice too. Thank you. Yeah, that's Thank awesome. Thank you. Get the get the crowd nice and hyped. That's going to be. I think they're doing a tour now on their own, Colin. They did that Primus tour, and I think I was reading that they're. Nice. Out to release a record and do their own tour. Yeah, I think they've got some stuff brewing. Good for those guys. Next job. That's a great banner. We should check that shit out. Michael? Okay, so I'm going a little uh, old school Mm -hmm. here. Uh, Side stage. So Not side uh, stage. No, not side stage. stage. Undercard. Oh, undercard. Undercard. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I'm looking Mm -hmm. at two different lists here. Um, I'm going to go... And we're again, they don't necessarily have to be in order at this right. point. We're just like, I'm gonna put the names out there lest anybody should steal them today, Michael. Okay, so one name that has not yet been uttered in the three times that we've done this is exactly. one Mr. Prince of Darkness, Ozzy Osbourne. 
He, yeah, Ozzy's not an undercard. The guy headlines yeah, now. Yeah, now. Oh, oh. <laughs> you got me. You got me confused again. The openers. Openers. Opening that's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Undercard. All right. So that's what I thought I was going to do. You're like, no, no, no. We got to do main stage. This is side stage. This is again. the main stage. The undercard. The four bands leading up to you. Say you go to Lollapalooza. The first band of the day plays at one o'clock in the afternoon. It's Pearl Jam. They're playing the sun's out. They play for 40 minutes. Gotcha. 30 gotcha. minutes. Yeah. So I'm going to do not the headliners yet. Okay. So don't steal Ozzy, you fucks. He might. He's already uh, in my we'll list see. and Colin, I guess. We'll All see right. how so there, math works. There, there, there'll, be, there'll be a nice, interesting theme uh, developing <laughs> through my selections here. Granted, nobody else swipes them. Uh, but uh, there on the side stage, you got opening up straight not side out of- stage undercard. Undercard, whatever we're, whatever we're calling it, whatever we're calling it, <laughs> we're gonna do Leather Wolf. Oh, straight, nice. straight out of LA, California, <laughs> Gazari's Sunset Strip. Hey, Dave, cross that off your list. Yeah, Leather Wolf featuring Robert Fripp and Toya. Oh. Uh, maybe, <laughs> who knows? Oh, no. But uh, if you want to like look for like some early roots of what power metal would be, it's like it's there, like real early in Leatherwolf, and they 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 bring some real sort of like uh, some tasty tasty licks. So. How many albums do they have, Mike? Um, they are actually, I think they have. Well, in their day, they put out two, actually three. One was just released in Germany. Uh, their major release, I think, came out in 87, and there was another one, Street Ray, that came out in 89, and then they basically fell off the map. But they're okay. they're, they're going to be living off of those royalties. They oh, don't play sure. They don't play now, though, right? They have, they are, not, or do they? They're actually playing at M3. No Baltimore, way. Outside of Baltimore, yep. They're playing, and it's going to be awesome. When is that? When's M3? M3 is not this next weekend, but the weekend thereafter. What's M3? M3 is the big uh, festival that's usually headlined by uh, the opening nights headlined by Kicks. Oh, yeah. So it's three nights. It's, it, like it's a retro festival. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah, it's like you Kicks won't be is, home, David. Sorry. Kicks yeah, is headlining be, uh... one night with Doro, and the next night is uh, Tom Keeper. Um, Sounds good. Is... Colin, you going to that? It's, it's no, Tesla. Yeah, so, yeah, Colin's going to Tesla on Saturday. We're seeing Tesla on Sunday at uh, at M3. Awesome. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be like lots of, you know, sun, fun, great music, great folks out there. Just it's 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 a good it's a good venue. It's a good scene and it's definitely a good vibe out there. And Leatherwolf's going to be there. So, fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. We you got the boomerang pick, Michael. So you get your next uh, undercard pick as well. Okay, so we are doing dun, 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 also famous for their time at Gazari's on the strip. Hurricane. Remember Ooh. Hurricane? Yeah, that's a great oh. pick. I love Hurricane. Yeah, Hurricane's good. Hurricane. Hurricane's great. They had they they put out an EP and they put out two LPs really. Who's the guitarist uh, for Hurricane again? He was a mega death for a while. It's Rudy's brother right it, isn't it one is, of the sarzos yeah. in in hurricane? Yeah, there's there's a sarzo and there's a cavasso in, ah. in, 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 in hurricane so they're, they're like the brother band of quiet riot in a weird kind of way but wasn't um, there another guitarist that was in megadeth that came from hurricane but free uh, not friedman 
Uh, I'll have to look it up, I guess. Mm. I thought that I thought that was the guitarist for Hurricane. I thought it ended up in Megadeth for a little while. It'd be a really a different one. style. Those bands yeah. are nothing alike. I don't know. Yeah, no. yeah but but but, but uh, yeah, Mustaine's had like a lot of other sort of like you know fellow. We've yeah. talked about this before. Whoever can put up with him, you get the job. Right. You get a bucket. You get a check. That's it. But uh, yeah, Hurricane. They put it, it's kind of like it's a little bit harder edge, sort of, but still pop metal. Really, sure. really tasty. They. I don't know. I, I never saw like any of their videos played on MTV. But uh, you know, they got they got good re- good reviews in Circus Magazine. I was curious, and then I was just sort of like, I'm a fan. And uh, Kelly Hansen. I think he's still singing for Foreigner now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. So, uh, you know, he's obviously going on. And we, uh, Hurricane, just, just to mention again, M3, they played M3 last year uh, with a new singer, like a young guy, and the Cavasso and, and Starzo team were there. And it's like, it's pretty damn good. It's good shit. So, I'm yeah, like, so I'm on Hurricane there. So this is what you're getting on the undercard. That's nice. Colin. Sorry, I was just looking up to see who played guitar. Uh, Robert Sarzo. No, that's all the guy's thinking of. But cool. Yeah, the Hurricane's a good band. Uh, guy, I guess. The guy in the touring band for Offspring plays with them. Okay. Yeah, Andrew Freeman. Oh, maybe that's, that's what you were thinking, Colin. Yeah, pretty close maybe, to Marty maybe. Friedman. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe it was. <laughs> he, well, he, he didn't play in Megadeth, so. <laughs> Not he yet. He yells at Sang backup vocals on a couple of air supply tearing. All right. Uh, I think I'm up next. Yes? Yes. You are. Um, I, I like the LA LA vibe that Michael's got going on there. I'm going to oh. take LA guns. I'm going to take LA guns for my next. <laughs> take that off my list, I guess, too. It was on mine. Yep. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah. LA guns is great. Yeah. I, uh, just, again, energy. Looking for energy. Looking for energy. We're back. Need the energy. Need need the uh, need the hype. So I will take mm. LA guns. Yeah, that's, that's a nice yeah, pick. And, and 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 check out their last couple records they yeah. put out in the past three four years. They are really solid, really good songs. It's like they you know now that uh, Tracy Guns and, and Phil Lewis are back together and there's one official version. Don't. Uh, you know, don't don't miss them when they when they come around. I think they're coming around on the what's called the the Sonic Slam with uh, Tom Kiefer and uh, Pastor Pussycat. So that's like big, big three bands. So they're they're playing out here. Uh, they play at the Keswick, and they're also playing at uh, Penn's Peak. Mm-hmm. So don't don't miss that. That's that's gonna be some good shit. All right, for, for middle right. metalheads. That's right. My next undercard. Is going to be here we go. Kicks. Ooh. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well played. I had them on my list too. Yeah. Like you guys read my mind. They're, <laughs> they're such a great band. I know. Not everybody has put has never heard them before, but <laughs> outside of the podcast. But I love Kicks. <laughs> And I, they're one of those bands to me. I just don't understand why they didn't go further back in the day when when they were because they were it's you know they were contemporaries of all those other bands and their sound is so great and they were like I mean Midnight Dynamite and Blow My Fuse eighty five and eighty eight I don't know why 
those records didn't do better. Yeah, no, it's it, it's a shame too because they were uh, they came out with Cool Kids or the the, the, the original one was just just the self titled. Then they came out with Cool Kids and then uh, you know Midnight Dynamite. Um, you know, I, again, I think Atlantic just kind of slept on them, and they I mean, they would always be in the back of the you know Hit Parader and the Circus Magazine, but you'd never see their videos, you'd never hear them on the radio. They were very sort of like. Uh, you know, regionally oriented bands like they're out of Baltimore. People out here on the, in the Mid Atlantic, they talk about Hammerjacks and stuff, like famous club uh, in, in Baltimore and stuff, where they basically were like the house band. Uh, but they they really couldn't, uh, you know, you know, break out of the of the market and, and get get you know any sort of like national you know, radio play or, or on MTV, which is too bad. And by the time Blow My Fuse came out. They were a little bit older than most of the, uh, the you know, the yeah. upcoming bands like Slaughter or, or Warren or what have Yeah, they, they're not that pretty. I mean, that might yeah. be the answer right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, and it, again, and they're, they're a little harder edge, too. They, they, they did do some, like, uh, really good ballads and whatnot, but, uh, yeah, they're not like a pretty boy band. They're like a more ACDC edge blues rock band and not doing a whole lot of, uh, <laughs> you know, silly stuff. Sorry, Poison. But uh, that's, yeah, Kicks is good. They're also playing an M3. That's Kurt continuing to pay. There nice. you go. Up to David? Up to David. What was that up to me? It is. Yeah. All right. Um, I've, got a, I've got a growing list and a backup list. Um, that you'll have to check me. I got one that I don't want to get stolen. Okay. Um, okay. But you'll have to check me on whether I can slip them in on the opening act list. All right? Yeah. I'd like to put on the opening act list one band known as Clutch. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to see that, them that, on Sunday. That's undercard for sure. All right. Because yeah. they've headlined they headline, before. But, they headline but, all, all the time. That's not an undercard band at all. Well, that's what I'm asking. I'm, it, because, they, see, they've headlined. They've co-headlined. But they haven't headlined in years, and they're co-headlining. And what are they headlining? Like, how big? Oh, I'm, I'm going to see them on Sunday at the Sherman Theater. Well, then I'm going to go with that. Like, a, a strong 15 hundo? Uh, yeah, probably. That's yeah. not headlining. Yeah, so I'm going <laughs> to say for a festival. That's that's my argument, is that it's a festival. I, I, I tend to agree with that. They could maybe like, headline. Like, Ozzy Osbourne is a headliner. Clutch is not the same. If Clutch played Ozfest, they'd be over here. Mm-hmm. Like the last, I'm saying last act before the real act. I mean, and I, I love Clutch. Fair. Don't get me wrong. It is a good pick, though. They're excellent. I'm really excited to see them. Yeah, I would love. Um, we used to see those guys in Philly a lot. I actually thought they were from Philly. We saw them so much. I'm I'm willing to let that one go on the undercards. Right. I will put it to the other judges. Well, on, we, we, ah, fine, David. <laughs> That's fine. Just make sure they headline that undercard. All right. Undercard. They've got to be at the top go. of the box. That's, That's right. fair. I okay. have no problem with that. All right. All right. That's cool. Then, then I'm down with that. Boomerang and back to you, Dave. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Um, then I am twofer. going to... I'm going to add body count. Oh, damn it. Damn it. Hell yeah. 
Damn it. Okay. He, wants to, he wants to take back his okay for clutch. Yeah, by the way, clutch <laughs> off that stage. Off that stage. No. No clutch. Yeah, dude, I freaking love Body Count. They got new stuff coming out. Yep. They, were, they were on Wait, my main stage. Really? Okay. Yeah. Huh. That's good news. They're back. Well, they had an album that came out just a couple years ago, Carnivore. That how's how's that? Too. It's excellent. Good. They're all excellent. Yeah, they're great. Yeah. Dude. If you like if you like body count, their stuff, Manslaughter, I think was before that. I mean, all their stuff is just great. Gentle album names too. Well, yeah, the yeah. the theme doesn't change much. <laughs> yeah. I've got you one know. of their posters hanging up in my daughter's room. <laughs> they kind of have they kind of have a niche, you know, or a niche, depending upon how you pronounce it. All right, all right. So you uh, while you're away, Mike, what did you catch up? Uh, clutch and body count went. I got that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I can still, I can still hear you. I might have been a little fuzzy, but you can still, I can still hear you. Okay. He's always a little fuzzy. Yeah. All right, more or less. My next yeah. undercard band mm-hmm. is going to be Caius. Ooh, wow! Really? Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. For the sole reason that I was driving around this week and I was listening to the Boneyard and they played a Kaya song and I was like, this shit is good and I haven't heard it for a while. So to the undercard they go. I gotta put them back in rotation. Kaya's great. Yeah, that's some early, early Josh Holm stuff there. Yeah. Home A? Home A, home, whatever. Yep. Is he French? Is he German? What is it? Oh, man. Uh, he's Palm Desert. He's Palm Desert. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. And, 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 and anybody who hasn't, like, everybody loves, uh, you know, fucking uh, Queens and Stone Age. But uh, check out the, like, the side project song. he's been doing, like, the Desert Sessions albums. He's been doing those for, like, 20 years or so. Just real interesting evolution of, uh, of a great songwriter, great guitar player, <clears> too. Yeah. He is great. So that goes down to Colin. That's back to me now. So I got to figure out which one I want that's not going to get stolen later. Uh, what do we have? We have LA Guns and we have the Sword. And this is in no particular order yet, correct? Yep. Okay. Don't take any moment. Well, no, then I'm going to take Death Angel because I, I need to I need to get them. They're going to open my show, but they're going to be the headliner of that opening four because I can and they should. So... That's who I want now, because I don't want to. I don't want to have him stolen later. David might have thought about that. It crossed my mind. So thank you. Those would be my guys. Yeah. yeah. Michael. Okay, so I got one more pick for the bottom you, card. You get, you get two in a row. That finishes your undercard. Okay, so we got. Let's see here. Damn. Okay, so my first pick is going to be also an L.A. band, but they're originally, I think, from Portland, Oregon, known as Black and Blue. Featuring David's favorite Kiss guitarist, (laughs) Tommy Thayer. Uh, Black and Blue, we don't talk about those records enough, and I know David's like, that's by design. There's a reason for that. uh, (laughs) I I think those albums are really, really good. They are. They're excellent. You know, that's another band that I don't, maybe they were a little too early. I I don't know. They were. They don't get it. (laughs) 
they they're, they're, they were they were one of like the first three LA metal bands to be signed uh, like post uh, I want to say post Quiet Riot um, and they were signed to Geffen too um, and they were on one of the one of the earliest uh, metal metal massacre records too uh, with their song Wicked Bitch I think or maybe like Chains Around Heaven something but uh, yeah, they made like a big splash in LA once once they uh, you know migrated down from from Portland. Uh, but they really didn't do again like like Kicks. You know they didn't really do anything on FM. They didn't do anything on MTV. But they they put out solid songs, solid records. Never headlined or anything. Um, but like a friend turned me on to like their their debut record, and just I just I was just hooked. And I, I followed them all the way through. Without love, nasty, nasty. When Gene started to like produce them, and uh, shit, am I gonna remember this? Uh, in heat, yep, dot, in dot, heat dot, dot. yeah. And then great you know, album. And maybe, and maybe you know, and then thereafter, they just kind of like fell off the fell off the map, like so much other uh, you know metal uh, cheese did. But uh, totally love the band. You know, great, great song, great singer. Love, love, love Tommy Thayer. Jamie St. James. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's But uh, re- really good stuff. So I'm, I'm going to have them on uh, on the side stage too, the undercard. And then I got a, I got a fourth band to throw in there too. Well, just you just do. in case, just in case he still listens, Tommy Thayer sucks. Oh, cool. Now he's just, he just turned it off now. He's just yeah. figured it out. <laughs> um, and to round out this L.A. metal theme for the undercard, um, one band by the name of Great White. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. I had them in my, in my David, undercard. David, David chuckles <laughs> maniacally. <laughs> Reaches for the whiskey bottle. <laughs> Yes, of course, great white because now which version? Because they're great and they're white. The original version. It, uh, it's, it's a reference to his shark, not for like white power or anything. I think. <laughs> I really, I really had thought of that, but I'm thinking that's most because they have like a lot of shark imagery in their stuff. Yeah, the shark but, imagery. Uh, See, nobody ever thought of that. <laughs> like an, another like early band, like I think you could like check them out, like '81, '82 or stuff, and they were like a really fierce, hard metal band um and then they they definitely softened up by the time they got around to their what would you say like their second lp shot in the dark with a lot more keyboards a lot more sort of like poppy sort of uh, sensibilities and stuff and then they got more uh blues oriented when they got into you know once bitten and then of course the follow-up record to that twice shy which and they and which got them a lot of radio airplay and a lot of uh, a lot of MTV play. Yeah, um, and and, they, and I remember us listening to those others, Shot in the Dark and Great White and and Recovery Live, like a lot before before it broke, before Once Bitten broke or or Twice Shy. Once those records came out, and they you know they got some MTV love and those albums were were successful. Uh, but I, re- I remember we played those a lot leading up oh. to that, but before Once Bitten was out. Yeah. A- again, they were like, they're one of my kind of like favorite bands. I've, you know, I've listened to that alongside like 
Queens Riot and Rush. Check it out, dude. <laughs> my uh, my neighbor's four year old sister had like a bowl cut and like blonde hair. She looks exactly like the same Ray Wayne. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> she looks like Jack Russell. She looks exactly like Jack Russell. Had like a little bump on her nose. <laughs> oh wow! It's not an easy road for a, a young lady. <laughs> We called him Heather for years. Oh yeah, so I, I'm I'm reminded now that uh, Great White was what they called Mark Kendall, the, the guitarist, because he had like a really sort of like whitish blonde set yeah. sort of head of hair. He had his but big, his big his, like fly God, I, sunglasses. Yeah, dude, his Oakley windshields, dude. Yeah, yeah, giant sunglasses and a hat. Yeah, I, I, who's who's Mark that sort Kendall's of, great. Yeah, no, and, and again, like, Great White does perform now in, like, two different versions. Jack Russell has his version, and, and Mark Kendall has his version. I've seen them both in the past year, and they're both really good. They're both yeah. really good. I, I, Mark Kendall's version is really Great White, pretty much Great White without Jack Russell. It is, but, I, I, again, like, I'll, I'll, I'll prevaricate on that and say, like, well, what, what would you prefer? You want the voice, you want the guitarist. Guitarist is yeah. sort of imitable. Uh, you know, the character of the, the songs comes from the singer, so long as they can sing them, right? Like, you yeah, this whole, I mean, they've got Mitch Malloy singing for him now. I think he does a good job. He does. This whole, this yeah. whole idea, this whole concept of like bands with two different versions with part of the membership yeah. is amazing to me. I was, I was at a dude, was at Bobby a, Blotzer took Rat out on the road by himself. I was yeah. at an, uh, an art gallery. <laughs> I was at an art gallery in um, in Boston, and there was a film guy doing a show, and it was Rocky without Rocky, and it was an entire movie. They took out every time Rocky was in it, just showed the movie. Oh, that's <laughs> <It> was, awesome! <laughs> it was amazing, dude. That would that would be a really odd experience to behold. But that's his thing. I'm like, that's this guy's thing. They're like, yeah, he takes the main characters out of movies. It's like, if we're going to watch Jaws, you're never going to see the shark. <laughs> exactly right, dude. We need a bigger boat? For what? <laughs> Colin? Let's, Body let's count. finish up your undercard. <laughs> Body count. Body count? Oh, uh, <laughs> Dude, I, didn't oh, I just play. say body count? I just yeah. I was oh, playing. I did. He forgot. <laughs> just playing. Come on. Uh, I thought maybe I'd you know, slip one by you. Um, so I've already got my main stage set. So I'm trying to figure out who I... who I, I You I think you've got your well, main stage set. Well, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I don't think you guys are going to... Oh, man. Mm, I got so many. Wait, um, what was that? What was I missed it. I said I got so many. Right. You don't have mine. I don't know about that. All right, so what do we? Uh, boy, so many. I'm gonna take Limp Biscuit. Wow, because you can I have to wow. have that. Yeah, was Come that a on. pick to so to stop David and I from picking them? <laughs> was that, was that a, was, retribution from for Caius and that, uh, it's, body it's fuck, count? It's a fucking grudge pick. That's what it is right there. <laughs> I mean, at it's, no point like, did we agree that we had to go to each other's festivals. Hey, Mom! It's like a poke in the eye. I, I, I'm very excited with my undercard. That will be a good, fun time. People will have a blast. New album this year? 
new albums. That's Already what I'm saying. came out. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. You know, there's and, and I, they're, I got, they're a current lively band. Exactly. Exactly. So there's my four for my undercard. There's your four. I am going to finish my undercard with a band called Ministry. Ooh. Wow. Okay. You were talking about them a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And and I think uh, I brought brought a Ministry cover with me when we did the covers, uh, the, the covers episode. I love Ministry. And they're touring with someone. I forget. Do you guys know who, what tour they're on? I saw pictures on Instagram, but I didn't. I don't know. I know they're. I know they're doing. There's some Nine Inch Nails shows in Ohio. I want to say that uh, that Ministry is playing with them, sort of a uh, sort of a TVT reunion. But uh, I I want to say they're on a different tour as well. They're they're touring with someone. So I know in September they're playing with Nine Inch Nails, and they're doing uh, they're doing some festivals and stuff soon. But I haven't seen them in a long time, but when I have seen them, they're always killing it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know what? I lost them when they started getting all something. Maybe it's just from seeing them, you know, like the, the video thing and like overexposure, I think kind of hurts me sometimes. And, and that's, yeah, that's to my detriment, but just like with the whole, like the outfits and the stage crap, I was just like, maybe I'm not that into these guys. You know, because I was in, I was into them really early, you know, not like not like before anybody, but like on the early side, like before mine is a terrible thing. Yeah, um, the land of rape and honey, and yeah, and like sort when, of era. and so like after that, and they started to do like the festivals, and they're on M- on MTV a lot, and like he's doing like the cowboy thing and all black and lots of leather, and I'm just like, is this is this who I've been listening to? Is this who they are? <laughs> And I'm like, maybe I'm not that into them. Well, that's a good pick, though. It's <laughs> a good pick. And, and people might question whether that's metal or industrial, sort of, kind of like, again, but that's that, that's what the late 80s, early 90s get you. It's going to be a lot of genre bending. Yeah, I think there's genre bending, and, and uh, they don't stick out. You know, I like we've talked about those Lollapalooza tours where you have metal bands right up against a rap act right up against quote unquote grunge and and it all felt and sounded good yeah it all has the same sort of intensity to it so that takes us up from to john to david to round out the undercard i am finishing my undercard with a band i've seen recently and that is baroness Mm, okay it's a cool pick I like these guys. I I, I yeah. struggle a little bit because I kind of feel like I feel like once you hear them, a lot of their songs sound a little bit similar. Um, but that's probably not true. I, I I don't know that I've heard enough to really be discriminating and paid enough attention to be discriminating. Um, but great guitar playing. Um, they've got the singer plays guitar and they have a guitarist. And they work really well together, and they also sing really well together. And that's something that I think is coming back into heavy music that I really appreciate. So I think they would be great to round out my opening. And uh, maybe someday they'll step it up, but I doubt it. They're pretty, they're pretty anti-establishment. I don't know that I ever see them headlining or taking a, a tour on their own name. You know, beyond like small venues. Small venues. 
definitely. That's not really headlining, but I mean, yeah, we, it's, it's yeah, headlining. I mean, we, we saw them. We saw them in a in a venue that holds you know a couple hundred people. Yeah, yeah. they were right. on a Tuesday night, mm-hmm. and he wouldn't do a, a, a bumper for him. Dick, but the drummer <laughs> did. Oh, well. You got headlining, David. You get your first band on the headline. I don't know if I pick the group that I don't want to get stolen. Or do I pick the group that I really want to pick? Well, you don't have to put them in, in the order that they're going to appear on the bill. So mm-hmm. you definitely don't want them to get stolen, just to give you a little stratego. I got you. I got you. Stratigary. I am going to choose for my first of three headliners. Dream Theater. Wow. Good for them. Good for them. I'm so not, surprised by this. Not pick. a not a, a favorite band of mine, but it fits my headlining spiel, right? right. So this is like I'm just we're, impressed we're, they got that call, man. We're, we're popping their their headlining. Me too. Cherry. Yeah, them. they got they got new music out. Uh, they're still active. They I think. are blasting new music right now, and they're including. I shared it in the uh, in the old chat there. They're sharing all of these like. Uh, authorized bootlegs uh, kind of a la Pearl Jam or something. So if you go and check out what's streaming, they've got like five or six records in 2022 streaming right now, including uh, soon to be released a recording of the entire um, Number of the Beast recording that they did live. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw your, uh, your, uh, your, your link on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and it's, you know what? It's not bad. Not bad. I don't think the singer can hang for that material, but uh, he's just not intense enough. But uh, I, I, I like him for uh, for the opening act of the headliners for my group. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. De- definitely brings in a demographic of nerds and weirdos. That's right. Cool. That's right. It's, you, you see where I'm going with this thing. All okay. Right. There you go. Like, where's your girlfriend? Like, Dream Theater. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. The, the girl from summer camp in Canada? I, I brought my friend Kevin. <laughs> I, brought my, I brought my cousin from Omaha, Kevin. Speaking of Canada, I'm going to pick the good version Wait, of Dream Theater. No, no, no. You, you already got to. You finished off your uh, undercard and yeah, yeah, you ground yeah, it yeah. off. <laughs> you steal my picks, I'm coming to your house. My first headliner's Rush. Ooh, okay. Wow. The good version of Dream Theater. Dude, uh, do you want to hear something yeah. funny? You hear something funny? Uh huh. Hold on, look, look, look. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta, I gotta do this so you don't see it. Do you see what's crossed out right there? Come on. Why on oh, earth wow. would that be on your list? Why would that be on your you list? hate <laughs> them because I've got a thing going. Oh, uh, right. I got you. And All Dream right. Theater was more acceptable to me. I couldn't yeah, do see, it. Now Dream Theater, they're alone. Looking around. Yeah, yeah well, like, oh, shit. Where's Rush? Rush is oh, supposed to be. Oh, no, we're no. Gonna... Right now, Dream Theater's looking around going, thank God there's no girls here. Oh, my gosh. Are we going to be joined by Are we gonna be joined by Fate's Warning now or something? <laughs> you don't knock uh, on Fate's Warning. And then David crossing off his list again. <laughs> so, so, uh, so uh, Colin, when it gets to your turn, are you going to steal Primus? Well, it is Colin's turn. It is my turn. No, I'm not going to no. steal Primus, but... Colin's first I, headline. I'm I'm stealing something from John right now because oh, I'm yeah. not, I'm I'm <laughs> telling Halen. you. 
I, I am not <laughs> waiting. You did around that last year because because I'm I would be so excited to see these guys perform that new album. I want Ghost. I want Ghost on my headline. Not on my list. Really? No. I, I thought, thought about that it. They would be there. Yeah, you know what's weird? I was looking, not gonna lie, at tour dates for Ghost. They toured the U.S. before the record came out. They're always touring. Dude. It's really They're weird, though. I mean, they, they went through here in like February. The oh, album wow. just came out, you know, a month ago or something, a few weeks ago. I, I was just surprised. I was surprised. He's just got to leave. He's got to leave time so they can record tracks for the Weird Al documentary. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we will take Ghost off the board. I'm buying Hollywood Dan a ticket to your show now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much he's psyched michael uh, your first headliner uh, my first headliner here do, 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 do. Uh, i'm gonna go with uh and you have to let me know like if this is not like big enough but i'm gonna go with because there's four bands here so no, there's three, three bands the, the, the th- three bands three bands i'm gonna go with uh so it's definitely going to be a little sort of like a, a layer cake sort of thing. There's going to be like some old school sort of like uh, hot fudge and some sort of like soft serve ice cream in there. And then we're going to go with uh, Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats. It's a great on band. The, wow. On the main stage. Yeah. I would have said undercard, but if you want to put them in the... Uh... Yeah, no, I, I, just, I, I got like I got these I, again. I got these two different themes working here, so I was just either that or Lays Rocket. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I but I know that's on Collins' list, right? <laughs> no, uh, and, and again, like we've talked about uh, Uncle Acid before, definitely check that shit out. They like, must have something new in the pipeline. They, I, I, I would, I would think so. And I, they were, they were just in town here. I think within the past few months or so, we might have missed them. But we did. Uh, just they're just a great band, uh, great sort of like dirgy, kind of black Sabbathy, funky, sort of like stoner uh, rock groove to them. Really dark imagery with their lyrics, and definitely with their stage show too. It's uh, it's it's a sight to behold. So. They are uh, they are opening for ghosts throughout Europe right now. Wow, nice. that seems like a fitting pairing of sorts. Yep. Yeah, so it, it definitely as far as the mood atmosphere yeah, goes. It's a little strange, but okay. Yeah, so there we go. And I'm going to pair them up with moving up on the card here with uh, my favorite band uh, from New Zealand that is not Lord uh, Alien Weaponry. They're great. <laughs> Wow, we wow. saw your, them. Your main stage is a is an opportunity for lots of bands. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's <laughs> it, it's going to be like a, the ticket for all Allentown of Allentown Fairgrounds. Be, yeah, Carrie th- leased out the Yakos <laughs> Hot Dog parking lot to Mike. It's going to be thirty thirty five bucks to get in, eighteen dollars for parking. Family fun <laughs> spot in Delco. But uh, yeah, so and, and again, we we've talked about Alien Web three before. Yeah, they're but, awesome. Uh, Yes, you know they they are a three piece and a little bit more sort of like thrash metal, but uh, like young young kids they're like they're kind of being like their mid twenties by now, uh, just bringing some stuff definitely with the the Maori spirit of their of their heritage, 
um, and, and making that kind of like a sort of like the base of their of their. I think their their musical statement as well as their cultural statement. But it's it's really really urgent good stuff. So check them out on the second on the that's, that's my second pick there for uh, main stage. Nice. Then we move up to Colin. Colin. All right. Well. I think this is a band that I really did. I paid no attention to uh, at all, frankly, when they came out originally, but I have really come to like their music typo negative. Ooh, I, 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 have, I have really, when they come on now, and of course they're on the flash drive. And when that, when they come on now, I really dig his style of singing. I dig the music a lot. It is, it is, I, there's something about, it, and I think they would pair really well with ghost. They would be a nice opener for ghost. Yeah, yeah, that fits. yeah, yeah. yeah they, they totally fits so the, the gloominess of his uh, of his vocal delivery exactly. and their songs and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, and, and it's like really gloominess. It's like it's like from his person, whereas Ghost just seems like affectation. But hey, whatever sells. But you're going with Cheap Trick. Oh, they're on that. They're on the side, side, side stage. Wow. It's down the street in the gutter. Fucked up. <laughs> we're up to john we are up to john not on yours i noticed next headliner is going to be nine inch nails dude i had them in <laughs> i mean they were in my wild card like my wild card list right yeah there. that is a solid solid pick you know uh, what it's timely dude people want to hear them well they're they're going out you know, it's it, they keep adding dates in the U.S. and it seems to be like in most of the festivals that the Foo Fighters have had before. It looks like Nine Inch Nails is slotting in into a lot of those festivals. Uh, I know Boston Calling uh, in Boston, over Memorial Day, is doing that, and uh, there's a, a handful of others that they're slotting in. We're seeing them in London, or actually in Cornwall, uh, coming up like the third week of June. So, really looking forward to that. You're going to see him in Cornwall? We are. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yep. cool. So after Download Fest, we're going down south and we're going to see Noel Gallagher uh, in Cornwall and then a few days later, Nine Inch Nails. Wow. That's, that's, that's a good part of the country. There's a lot of, yeah. lot of cool shit to see out there. Okay. So, nice. Trent Reznor, welcome. <laughs> Very good. What, what, what's the big stadium out there in Cornwall? They have a place called the Eden Project there that okay. is a, sort of a multi... It's hard to explain. The closest thing I could compare it to would be if you took the Exploratorium and made it however big, 40 acres, 50 acres, and it is art installations and museums and agricultural. They have these hexagon domes that are that are filled with uh, filled with plant life and animal life and things like this. It's this entire sort of project with like all a these bio things. Biodome or something? Yes. And there's all these things going and uh, they have an amphitheater built in the middle of it. Like we already had a trip plan to go to download festival. And uh, we just were sort of seeing what else was going on, and this is what was going on. So uh, we're going down to Cornwall, and we're going to see we're going to see these bands as well. Yeah, that's super dope. 
there's plenty of pictures. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be really cool because during the day we're going to be able to check out the things that the Eden Project has to offer, uh, and then at night go to these um, go to these shows. I, it just it looks like a really interesting place. So absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the Thomas Hardy oh, country. So the, the night before that, Little Richie was playing, and now it got canceled. Yeah, because he oh. got scared. Because Nine Inch Nails <laughs> is rolling in town. He's like, "Fuck this!" Like, he has his like, he still has his bust of the girl that he made when he was blind in that video. He has dancing on the ceiling. He, man. he like brings it country to country, and he's like, this "Maybe now the plaster caster is dead." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> now blind Lionel Richie, it can bring the girl's head from hello. Was he blind or was the girl no, blind? she's blind. That's yeah, there, there's a story about, like, when they were going to make that video, they unveiled the bust that she had created to Lionel Richie, and he's like, I don't know, it doesn't really look like me, and the director had to tell him, Lionel, she's blind. <laughs> yeah, no shit. doesn't look so, like me. Relax. Yeah, yeah, Did you see there's like a, a Starburst commercial that recreates that video? really good I, I don't think i have but i Dude, need to see it now. you have to see that yeah. so good. <laughs> okay that sounds oh, great okay. <laughs> anyway nine inch nails england there we go john stole that one up to david with two picks i get to round picks. out i'm just here to ruin your day that's all um so what am i picking Oh, I'm picking, you are picking my final? two headliners back to back oh see hmm. nobody stole any of mine so but I didn't have to tap into my backups. You just made sounds when I made Rush and Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. No, they were on my backup list. Well, oh, Rush right. was crossed off and replaced, and then I had I did Nine Inch Nails on a backup. Because now I'm all like, uh, but earlier I was like, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna go with the obvious one. Not that anybody's gonna take it. But I'm going to add Primus to my list. All right. Right? So I've got two kind of progressive bands. And then, you know, the the, the other band that... Starting was, to see how Rush worked into this. See? Right? Now it's, yeah. it's like proggy. And now here's the other thing, is that you've got two bands who have released and performed substantial sets of cover songs. Right? That's the other part that's playing in this. That's the other... The other dream theater piece that I had not previously really listened to much dream theater. Um, so we've got dream theater and Primus, and I'm gonna add, I'm gonna go with my gut on my original one. Do you want to know who my backup was? <laughs> my backup, just to kind of change things up, was 6 a.m. Wow! Really? Whoa! Holy cow! Headliner. The My, liquor dude, is strong dude, in Ireland. All, <laughs> all of the all of the big headlining acts are gone, right? So we're all kind of scraping. No, these, like, no, not my startup guys. I have the headliner of headliners. Anyway, I'm putting in Mr. Bungle as my as my third. Oh, that's pick cool. Because I think that the three of those together, I think they fit, make yeah. a nice little package. Dream Theater is a little bit the outlier, but I think they get like. They've got the respect and the chops to fit in, uh, kind of between those between bung, between Bungle and Primus to yeah, fit in. Yeah, I mean you've got like a little bit of a Lollapalooza thing going with Kappa yeah. and Body yeah. Count and like you know it's a, it's different styles, but that's exactly that's, that's what I'm. That's going. great. 
with Scott Ian or not with Scott Ian? Uh, yeah, it'll be the thrash version. So Scott Ian and Dave Lombardo. Nice. I like that. Yeah, man. All right. I'm finishing. Back down the John. Yep. I, too, am going to mix up some styles and put in a band that traditionally you wouldn't think of on a bill like this, but everybody loves them. Every time I saw them, they were amazing. You don't know that. The Beastie Boys are my last headliner for for my bill. And the reason I picked them is because I truly feel... Like the BC Boys were able to slide their fan base encompassed every genre. Mm, that's a great pick. Metal yeah, people love the BC Boys. Pop people love them. Rap people love them. All sorts of people of all different kinds were always at a Beastie show. And they would play punk, they would play rap. It was always killer. And so I want them to be part of my fest. Okay. That's yeah, dude, that's a good choice. choice. Didn't even see it coming. So who do you have then? We'll 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 recap what's going to happen. Back back down to Colin. Well, again, I think I I don't know how we've managed to make it this long without saying that Slipknot should be on our on our festival. Oh, I know because. Dude, because you, that's, you just say the headliner is ball headliner. Absolutely. There's no bigger oh metal band for the future than Slipknot. All right, said, I've said it before. When the old guard is gone, I'm so glad our time is ticking. Slip, Slipknot will be Stop the band that, ca- that carries them, carries metal forward after the old guard is gone. I do. You said 6 a.m. for a second. What was that, John? <laughs> no, I agree with that. I, you know, Thank you. a day of of the newer bands. I think they obviously hold the crown of, of being able to, you know, I, I'd say them, Lamb of God. Oh, yeah. They yeah. were on my list, too, but I, that's why I was like, hypo negative, Lamb of God. I kept going back and forth, but I wanted Lamb Hypo to get a little love. Two so more years, it's going to be Lamb of Megadeth. <laughs> <laughs> slip, I'm telling you, dude, Slipknot. I said it. I said it years ago when we started our podcast. Slipknot is the future of metal. They're going to have the crown, as John put it. They, they are going to be the ones carrying the music forward. No, David Dancer. No. And furthermore, no. The defense rose. <laughs> Dave, though you see him, and he's right. You know they got Ozfest turned into Notfest, and it's like yeah. those guys can now go out. And in a day of metal, they are the headliners over 15 other metal bands that all hold their own. Yeah. Like, I crowd absolutely loves the elder statesman of new metal. Like, yeah, they, they definitely have the name recognition. They have the the, the sort of stupid you know, outfits, the terrible the, music, the, 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 the maggot Everything. fans that they it's have. Got what, it's got what the kids crave. Yeah, I'm telling you. The, the, the fans are they call themselves maggots right i didn't yes, i didn't correct. mean to derive yes. for it no, oh, did, I, yeah. yeah i thought okay. you were just doing like a dirt bag analogy that i was gonna i wasn't hip to they self-identify it as maggots by the way john primus sucks <laughs> i'm down with that <laughs> oh boy um, so I'm going to round off my last two picks here for the main stage. And we're going to go, let's see here. 
the mighty Mastodon. Oh, nice. They're getting the call. They're getting the call up. Mastodon is going to be there bringing the Leviathan, you know. So awesome. your main stage is very interesting, Michael. It is. Very interesting. It's going to be like really dark and dirgy. It is. I, I am. Yeah. Wow. There's not going to be too many chicks there. That's the thing. I think yeah. that's no. The chick seat. John's the main stage and mine's my main stage will be getting the early bird special, and that gig will be over solid like yeah, ten fifty nine. Chicks will be coming for Leather Wolf and Hurricane and Great. Chicks Life. will be coming for Leather Wolf. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Only ones asking directions to where BTS <laughs> is playing that night. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make another bold pick here for. Uh, Number one, uh, uh, Michael, you're done, Michael. No, he's got his parking lot pick. I got what? I got one more pick. Yeah, not now, for the main now stage. We're we're doing the uh, the side stage. Now the we've gone lot. out, like we've spoke about in the past. Boxes of Bartles and James are starting yeah. to hit the ground. The, the stage is set up on, the, on top of the food trucks. Certain okay. kids are being handcuffed and brought into the venue for processing. <laughs> okay, so so there's like the the parking lot band. Correct. Like, well, bands with bands. an S. Three. How, how, how many? How many of these we got? Three of these. Three. Okay. So I got. I'll give you one right now, and I'll come back and give you two. Well, All you're right. gonna need uh, to give us three. <laughs> Autograph. Gets one now. Autograph. Oh, that's okay. cool. Yeah. Check it out. Turn up Dude, the radio. Were they, were they in your parking lot two years ago, dude? <laughs> I don't, Here's the thing. I don't think so. Growing up with Michael, Mike loves autographs. He really does. And I can't even join him on this one. I think they're fine. But like, and the rest of our group was like, they're fine. fine." Mike loves them. I I totally do. It's like they they have like really, uh, they have great songs. They're well performed. They're you know, they're poppy, kind of metal, a lot of keyboards and stuff, a lot of sentimentality in them. It's like, it's, you know, it's kind of like uh, the breakfast equivalent of like tricks. It's they sort of look like, like a band that was put together to be in a movie for like a five minute clip. Yep. Yeah. I think, I think they, sh- I think they show up at Fright Night at one point. Remember Fright Night? Yeah. I do. I love that movie. Really? I think they were the. No way to. David's going to be humming something from Fright Night later on next week. <laughs> That'll be the song in this end. Yes. Unlikely. Okay. Ghoulies <laughs> 2 had Wasp in it. Yeah. But I, I, I want to say that at least Autograph was on the soundtrack. So don't don't quote me on whether that they were like performed. But like David's right. They, they're basically, you know, just like a put together band. They were on RCA and. Again, they put out a couple good records. They had a, they had more than one hit. They had uh, Turn Up the Radio, which everybody knows. And then they came back with some uh, Blondes and Black Cars, which everybody that knows. That was big. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, they did the job. And they're and they're still out on the road, too. I think Colin just saw them. Didn't you, Colin? And they played yeah. at uh, Penn Peak? 
Yeah, Autograph was there uh, within the last 12 months. I don't remember exactly when it was, but... Yeah, Sounds like Colin yeah. skipped him. Yeah, Steve, Steve Plunkett, no, no, the original him. lead singer guitar. Right, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. The uh, Fred no, yeah, it's a different. It's a different guy. So it's not... I mean, it's Autograph, but it's it's a version of Autograph. But it was still fun. Right, they were Fred, a Fred Night soundtrack, thing. Michael. Yeah. It's, uh, Bopping Tonight by the Fabulous Fontaines. Save Me Tonight by White Sister. Give It Up by Evelyn Champagne King. Armies of the Night by Sparks. Let's Talk by Devo. Rock Myself to Sleep by April Wine. Good Man in a Bad Time by Ian Hunter. Fright Night by the Jay Giles Band. And You Can't Hide from the Beast Within. Autograph. That's right. Yep. So check that out, kiddies. And that's and that's st- and then they remade that movie too. And again, they, just, they, they, they totally fucking ruined it. But you know, that's just what they do when they remake movies. But uh, so we, we pop back up to Colin for parking lot picks. Well, I gotta have something for the ladies. I gotta have. Well, <laughs> I gotta I have. That was I, you. That is, <laughs> that is me. That is me. <laughs> But uh, but I don't sing as well as the guy the guys in Firehouse. So Firehouse ah. gets the side stage. This has hey, to be on. the most consecutive weeks Firehouse has been mentioned on the podcast. That's right. It's starting to be a problem. And I'm going to dispute this pick. Are they at M3? The, um, no, but they they actually like headline like a lot of these smaller level festivals we saw them at the spyglass winery uh spine glass whatever the fuck they call it out in the middle of eyeglass uh, ridge spyglass ridge yeah they headlined the second night and when they go out on tour in like europe or in in, in asia and stuff they are like a big draw they you know they're, they're putting out new music they're i don't know if they'd be like a parking lot band but they that would be a parking lot band for me because I'd be out in the parking lot. <laughs> like, what's going on? Oh, it's Firehouse. Oh, I, I think we saw Firehouse. No, I, I'd probably watch them with Colin. Oh no, they, they, they're 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 definitely really competent. I've and, never seen you know, them. I don't think. I, we, I think we saw them open for Tesla. Well, there uh, you go. I, I mean, Shoreline, and we were like, impression. we were just like, we're gonna stand here and drink beers, and, and Jaime was like. No, I'm gonna go see Firehouse. They're my favorite band. It's like, oh, okay. Motley's his favorite band. But Firehouse was like maybe his second favorite. Okay, band. <laughs> all right. And like still Colin, does, right. still doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it now makes total sense. <laughs> He's your Eskimo brother or something. Who knows? <clears throat> all right. So my moving first. up to John. Yeah, my first side band. I have gassed up the corporate jet. Decided to fly it over and pick up oh. Shashank and his homies, and we're bringing against evil over. Oh, that's that's fantastic! The middle-aged so metalhead side stage. That is fantastic. There you go. There you go. Those guys have yet to play in America, and I want them to be the first thing people hear is when they when they there come in. So uh, all, all the way to East India. There you go. Against evil. I'm sorry the plane ride is so long, but we'll see you soon. Yes, so they're long. awesome. Great choice. Okay, good Fantastic. David, what you got? You got two picks coming at you. Uh, I got two picks coming. I mean, I'm going back to back with two bands that I have never seen. And oh, you know what? I haven't seen one. Okay, one of the, one of them I've never seen. 
I'm going with Entombed and Obituary. Not okay. O- obituary on the side stage? Yeah, dude. Well, if I got Firehouse, you can have Obituary, but I think we'll push <laughs> Firehouse sold more than thing. Obituary. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Good dude, Obituary was an opening act at the Sherman Theater. They totally oh, yeah. No, they were second, right? They were they were second before Black Label. Before, oh no, Prong yeah. was Prong was second. Prong was the Prong yeah. You're was, right. No, you're right. You're right. No, Prong was first. But either oh, yeah, way, yeah, Prong and then those, Obituary. And essentially, then what you're right. saying is, these two bands, if they didn't show up, they're still selling merch. <laughs> was was that the same that. show with Alien Weaponry though, too? No. How many bands were there? Four, three. Yeah, David didn't go to the Alien Weaponry. I didn't go to Alien Weaponry. Okay, okay, you went to the the Prong. Obituary, Prong, obituary Black right. Label Society. Gotcha, gotcha, Didn't wear gotcha. a dress, though. Okay. That's, that's and now BLS is with Anthrax. Co-headlining, see? That's right. There you have it. Yeah. Yeah, Anthrax is on the road. Cool, cool, cool. So you got another pick there, David? No, you two. Obituary. Obituary. You threw down two. Okay. Gotcha. An obituary. All right. Back, back down to John, man. Yep. Sticking with Friends of the Show, my next side stage band is going to be Classic 78. Nice! <laughs> Mainly for the members of this show to go listen to Kiss songs that we love, but uh, it, it'll be good for the children to get an education as well. Uh, I just think they're so great. Those, oh, yeah. uh, I, you know, since we've had, had those guys on the uh, show, I've really listened to those albums a lot, and I think they're yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah great stuff. Great stuff. And, and also, we should post up on the Facebook there, like David Timoney doing Hard Luck Woman. That's like... It's really good. It's so <laughs> fucking good. It's, it's like... Really it's really good. Tears to <laughs> my eyes. It's like so good, David. Really. Hey, it's awesome. Dude, what was the other... You, you did got to choose two, right? Which, no, which um, I forget. What did I do? Um, it was Beth. Right? Wasn't no, it Beth and Woman? No, was it either got it was either Hooligan or Well I asked or, you to do uh, Hooligan, but you didn't do it. But no, there's like there's a there's a timing I was trying to get him out fast and there's like a little timing thing I kept messing up in Hooligan, so I didn't do Hooligan. Um was it another Peter Chris song though? No, it was all Peter Chris songs because they said they didn't have a Peter, Peter Chris guy. Was, was it Baby Driver or something? Yeah, it was Baby Driver. Okay. Yeah. Fucking hot as hell. No, no, it wasn't Baby Driver. It was. It was I I thought it was Beth. I thought it was. It was definitely one. not Beth. You could find the karaoke versions of. Yeah. Like I could find but, the karaoke versions. Anyhow, <laughs> but like the, the hard luck woman was like nice. That was that was. I'm glad. Really I'm glad shit. you liked it, guys. Oh shit! Yeah. I was like, I I I, I played it to Cherise. Like, like, who's this? He's like, what's well, uh, that's Kiss. Oh, like, it was Mainline. Nope. Mainline. There you go. There you go. It's like not kiss. David going for the deep track. (laughs) Because it was it was like it was it was it was it was so deep cuts. Peter Chris songs are all deep cuts except for back on track here. Do I get the pick yet? You do. Go call it. (laughs) Take a lap. (laughs) Well, they're not friends of the program yet, but I'm going to give the ladies from GFM. A spot. There we to be, go. To, to be seen on the side. Impression. Those they did. Made. I'm telling you, that's you got to see them. So they would be a great. Uh, they're the very first band of the day. They're gonna get us. They're gonna get us hyped. They're gonna get us hyped. People are gonna be very excited for that. Awesome. Right. Um, 
Michael. So that, that leaves you with like two more picks for Correct. the for finishing the it off. Lot. Yeah, you're yep. finishing yours off, man. All right, so I got uh, some double W's for you here. I'm going to go with the band that we were joking about last time we did this fantasy festival. Nobody picked them again three years in a row. White Wolf. White Wolf, bitches. <laughs> White Wolf, straight Dude, out of Canada. I think this is your exact same lineup. Yeah, but time. you know, you they figured, the band figures, look, if we keep playing this festival, someone's going to get sick. And in the age of COVID, like maybe one of the other bands will fall off and we don't have to play in the parking lot. So <laughs> they load the van up, they come on over. They bring their six t-shirts. Yeah. They bring a 12-pack of beer. And they bring the sandwiches they made right. at home. And they're We're like, paying hey. you the same money. Mike, yeah. I was telling Colin, you know, Eddie Trunk did like an underrated bands episode this week. And someone called in and mentioned White Wolf. And he had not heard of them. He couldn't place them. That's because Whoa. he sucks. No, but yeah. I mean, he has a point of view on most bands. And it really surprised me that, that he didn't really recall White Wolf. Yeah. What's, what's, Look, man, it, I know enough to hate White Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but David, prior to like doing this podcast and talking with me and the rest of us, had you heard of White Wolf? Yeah. I told you. I saw their stupid logos and listened to their stupid music. He, he saw the webbed feet on the wolf. Of the web feet on the mouse. Yeah. What is it? The mouse. Is it a wolf? The rat. Is it a mouse? Is it a rat? What the is rat. it? The rat. It's scary. It's not. I guess. No, it's, it, it looks, metal music. It, it, it's, it's You're up not too as, late drinking a lot of Dr. Pepper, watching Alf, playing video games. It's not, not not as bad as like the album covers for uh, for Riot with the uh, with the baby the, seal. Right Just with the saying. monkey yeah. seal. Yeah. Whatever that's the fuck that thing is. Naruto or something? Like, what is the oh, thing? Yeah, it's like, it's like their mascot. It's yeah. like a really whack mascot. It look, makes man. Eddie look like Eddie. If I'm ever in that situation, just hit me over the head with an ashtray. <laughs> <laughs> Duly noted. Uh, and I'm going to round it off here in the parking lot with one band out of Scandinavia, which is a place called TNT. Remember TNT? Sure. Knights Barely. of the New Thunder. That's what they called one of the, that's what they call <laughs> But Knights is spelled with a K. But anyhow, uh, anyhow, but like uh, they definitely I think they're from I want to say they're from Denmark. But uh okay. Def- Tony Harnett still 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 singing, still touring. I think he's going to be on the M3 festival too. Check it. Um, you know, and again, like they, they put out some really good records there, the tail end of the, the 80s. And, and I think the Intuition was probably their last record I got into. But just like Firehouse too, they continue to tour. You can watch them on this really glorious sort of uh, get together reunion of like all the former members of TNT. And there's like 30 of them performing uh on stage it's like amazing uh, they like, should open hey, for halloween it'd be like right? it's, 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 it's the same thing I, it's again these guys are they're, they're, it's not like they're hyper competitive or anything or like this is our band it's called la guns featuring you know stephen riley or it's you know it's jack russell's version of great wives it's like we're gonna do tnt stuff and we're maybe all gonna get paid plus we brought sandwiches from home 
Um, but uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm throwing throwing TNT out in the parking lot too, and I'm sure there you people, go. They're happy show, to be there. People will like show up early, wipe their eye boogers from their faces, and go like, "What's this? Cool." It's gonna be a long day. All right. Colin? All right. Um, I'm drawing a blank on the band. I know that I know who it is. Crazy Licks. That's who I want. Because I want to. Because okay. I want to see Crazy Licks. So do okay. I. I want to see Crazy Licks badly. They never, ever play here. Well, now they're hey. playing at my parking. God, maybe, maybe you can get uh, John's plane. I couldn't think of the yeah, name. Of once they drop yes, off yeah. against evil, they can go pick those dudes up. Yep. There you go. Because, that sounds great. Why not? That would be fantastic. Again, all about the hype. All about the energy. There you go. Crazy looks. You got good high right. ceilings outside? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're in a stadium. Okay. Cool. All right. I think ours is in a pavilion. We're not there yet. My last band. John, go for stage. it going to be a band that almost threw in the towel but they were saved by James Gunn and Wigwam is going to headline my side stage and your other two bands might not even show up and John Cena is coming with them so awesome in peacemaker costume introducing Wigwam and uh and doing the dance organizing the dance for the crowd so uh there we go. Wigwam closes Slide to the left. <laughs> right foot left. That's stop. so awesome. So that, that continues right the theme there with, uh, with with the crazy licks. And, uh, and we yep. all be clap your hands. <laughs> you Slide love to the that. Right. You, I'll tell you what. Slide John, to the right. John's got the old uh, James Gunn thing going on. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I'm right with that. All right, David, your final side stage band. My final band. Headlining the parking lot. I'm bringing back Carcass. That is a rough parking lot. Yeah, holy crap, dude. How many people are going to die in your parking lot? People will die in the parking lot, assuredly. (laughs) Yes, it is. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Blood will be spilt. I was going to do Napalm Death, but I think they're a little too loud. Yeah, Carcos would be much quieter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, you just want to like. Uh, but you just gotta imagine how quickly some people will move inside. They're yeah. gonna run. <laughs> They're gonna run out of the fear. Band, the band will be chasing people. <laughs> <laughs> what, what obituary doesn't get Carcos will take care of. Come back. And entombed, I'm sure, will hold their own in scaring the crap out of people oh, okay, too. Dude. Just yelling in Swedish. You're you get the you get the boomerang pick, David. What is the name of your festival? My festival is going to be called Progress. Wow, the Progress Festival. That's deep. Well, I'm glad you like it. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> Progress. All right. The name of my festival is going to be Los Diablos Borrachos. <laughs> the Drunk Devils. <laughs> the Drunk 
Devils. Alan? Uh, mine will be uh, sponsored by C4 Energy Drink. Wow. And it, and it will be called As Hype As They Want To Be. Wow. As Hype As They Want To Be. Yes, as hyped as they were. How, so how did how did Two Live Crew not make it to your parking lot? <laughs> I'm just steal, I'm just stealing their name. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bring that up. Sore subject. <laughs> <laughs> you already said that album was hurtful. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> Michael, you got I, a name I, 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 your I, I, didn't, I didn't give this much thought. I'm gonna like sort of like. Uh, dup, dup, dup. I don't know. I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, Metal Mayhem? That just seems lame. Wow. Uh, it does. Uh, wow. Right? TRL. The Rockers. Uh, <laughs> Day of Metal? Day of Metal. Day of Metal? Yeah. On the, on the lawn. On the lawn. Metallo. Let me work on that. I'll get back to you on that. All right, we were we were gonna boomerang for your venue, but I, I feel like you may need time. You have a venue, oh, yeah. Michael? Colin? Oh, on oh, oh, the venue too. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I'll, I'll think of that. Uh, Mine will be at Energy Stadium in Texas, in Houston. There's a lot of a lot of energy. Oh, dude, we're bringing all the energy, happening. all the hype. Is, is that an actual sizzle. place? Yeah, yeah, that's where the Texans. Yeah, it's where play. the Texans play. Okay. Houston. Okay. All You're right. welcome, Houston. NRG Stadium. All right. NRG. Yeah, the letters okay. NRG. Yep. Got you. Oh, I, I see. I see. Yep. My venue. I'm gonna build a rotating stage, much like Def Leppard had on the Hysteria tour, and I'm building it half on the U.S. border and half on the Mexican side. So I can have all the kids come from Mexico and all the kids come from the U.S. to enjoy the metal in between. But and if they go to the Mexico be? side, they can drink at 18. Will they, will they be in cages? Look, here's the thing. The fence is only like 14% built. So I'm going to build the stage just like on the edge of the fence. And then <laughs> and then everyone can just come rock. Like, And if they want to come stay, that's fine too. So <laughs> they, they already showed footage too of like some of the fence already falling over. Yeah, of course. <laughs> We're gonna use the fence that's fallen over to use for the for the truss and for the base of my rotating stage. Hey guys, nice. there you brought go. Brought to Re- you by MAGA. Repurpose that stuff. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Reuse. David. Uh what am I doing here? I'm doing the, the A venue. venue. You're like so okay. von Fogelstein. No, no, no. I'm, uh, I'm gonna... <laughs> oh, yeah. What was that when he had that one time? Like the, the Pyroid Festival House. Right? That was right, right? Von Fogelstein? No, man. The Pyroid Festival House. No, but I'm close. Place. No. That's the composer, right? Who's the guy who wrote the shit that was too big to go in there? Wagner. Ah, fuck. Oh, well. You're oh, sounded better, John. Oh, you know what, though? It's like, I, this is just like college for me. Some college professors pontificating on some shit that nobody knows about. I'm sort of nodding along, and here we go. I just failed the exam, as usual. And, and then Whatever. you remember, and Dave was like, no, that's not what I said. Yeah, and then, all right, fine. Anyway, what? I am going to host my festival in Subaru Park. Wow. In my hometown of Chester, Pennsylvania. There we go. Right down the street from both the casino and a prison. 
Now, a, is Subaru quick Park escape like a place you go to buy Subarus? No, it's uh, it's where the Philadelphia uh, Union, their their soccer league plays. Oh, okay. So nice it's, uh, it's a nice stadium, but it's it's in Chester, not Philly, and uh, down the street from a prison and a stadium and a uh, casino. What could go wrong you know, for the talent? Yeah, that's where the bands are going to stay. Half yeah. of them at the prison, the other one half of the prison, half of them at the casino. <laughs> Michael, we come back to you. Yes, we're going to call it uh, Satan's Skid Mark, and it's going to be wow. it's going to be packed into the Celebrity Theater hot sauce in at Dave's famous famous Dave's Barbecue. Really? The venue? How can you have all these eighty bands and call it Satan's Skid Mark? If anything, well, if anything, David should be called. Colin, that with don't his pretend line. to know what White Wolf's up to in the shadows when you're oh. not watching. Right. Uh, shadows okay. of the night. Oh, if they had made a pact with the devil, I think they would have sold more. And autograph isn't on it. I got it. Okay. Yeah, they are. Obviously, they're all they're all part on the radio. I know that. And venue, Sellersville Theater. Wow. Because we're going to totally sell that. Keep it. Keep it home. Eight weeks. He's not. He's not waking up early. Is what he's saying. Right. Yeah. So your and, parking and, and lot again, is literally the parking and, and lot. There's there's parking lot there, and there's also like a lot of space underneath the bridge and the train trellis. Let's so. recap our festivals for everyone. So let let's start with Mr. Timoney. It's me. That's you. Oh, you want me to go? Want me to? Do All right. It? The uh, uh, look, man. I don't care. <laughs> uh, so the. This is the Progress, Progress Festival. Festival. The Progress yeah. Festival at Subaru Park in Chester, Pennsylvania. When you enter, the side stage will feature entombed obituary and carcass while you're getting your food truck, uh, pizzas, and uh, burritos and beers. And then you'll come in and you will enjoy uh, the opening acts of uh, Capra Clutch. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me do this in order. Capra, Baroness, Body Count, and Clutch with the headline acts of Mr. Bungle, Dream Theater, and Primus. Nice. All right. My festival is Los Diablos Borrachos down on the American-Mexican border for all who want to come see the fun. We'll start out. There's no parking lot just going to be like over on the side of the stage in the dirt <laughs> wigwam classic 78 and against evil and then we go to the main stage and starting out the main stage fraley's comet kicks caius ministry and then we go to our headliners of the beastie boys nine inch nails and rush nice that's a, that's, i like that i like that all right. Well, when you have when you yeah, when you're going to go to the Energy Stadium there where the Texans play, football's off that weekend. We're going to take it over. We're going to have the hype as they want to be tour. You better bring your energy drinks. You better get ready to be happy. It's going to be a good time in the sunshine. So you're going to walk in. You're going to get GFM first. Uh, Colin, that's a dump. NRG is a dump. Oh, <laughs> not in my not in my festival. <laughs> They're taking the dome off. Blow the roof like? off. <laughs> It, it, has retra- retra- it has a retractable roof, John. Oh, come on. Does it? Yes. Oh, okay. no, no, dude. It's Texas. It's hot. Okay. Okay. 
So February 2nd <laughs> in Houston, Texas, when it's cooler and not so bad, okay. we're going to have GFM. You're going to love those those ladies in their cheerleader outfits. They're going to be the first band you're going to see. The Firehouse will be next to keep everybody singing. Crazy Licks have to headline that side stage because they traveled the farthest. They got to have they got to have the most love. They're going to headline. They're going to let us know what it's all about, uh, what they brought over there from Sweden, I believe they're from. So then we're going to go to our first four, the opening bands. We're going to start with The Sword, Rock Out to L.A. Guns. Death Angel gets that opportunity to be higher in the count. And then The Biscuit, Limp Biscuit, is going to make everybody excited at the top of that order, the fourth band. Before you move to the main stage, you get a little bit of a bring down for a moment. Typo negative. You're still going to rock out, but you need to rest. You need to rest. Then Ghost is going to come on stage with their new album and a lot of their their new songs, the new sound that they have. And then finally, all hell is going to break loose and Slipknot will destroy the entire place before everybody falls over because they're just shaking too much from all the energy and the day is over. Awesome lineup. And, and all the energy drinks that they've had. And all the seafood. So much energy, energy drinks. Yes. All right. So c- coming at you live from... Uh, Sellersville Theater in Sellersville, Pennsylvania will be Satan's Skidmark. And it's it's bound to be like part shit show, but part epic awesome. Uh, featuring there out in the parking lot or underneath the, 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 the train trellis. You're going to get yourself some TNT straight from Scandinavia, which is a place. Uh, also, some White Wolf, because everybody's been asking, like, why can't you bring White Wolf to, like, these fantasies? And it's like, now it's happening and also turn up the radio for autograph and then we move into like the next portion of the program and we got um, looking at the dock and I'm getting a little disoriented here give me a second keep going I'm going up going up all right there we go and then we got uh, we got a real sort of like gazaris on the strip buffet of great early 80 hair metal bands including Great White Black and Blue Hurricane and of course everyone's favorite Leather Wolf. Notice how I got two wolves in there too. That's awesome. White and Leather. And we got uh, you know bringing the house down with the I'm looking at the dock here and I don't have a mouse. Go go up. Going up. Give me a second here. Nope. Now go down. <laughs> go yeah. down now. Yeah. Uh, oh, you see me moving. There should be a band called White Leather Wolf. Not too late. <laughs> White there Lion Leather Wolf. White <laughs> Leather Wolf Snake. <laughs> All right. Then, then Future headliners, Michael. <laughs> then we got uh, we got just some mighty ma- oh, in, in in the reverse order here. Uh, we're gonna go with. Uh, Uncle Acid and the Deadbeats bringing you some dirty, you know, stoner rock a la Black Sabbath with some crazy Charlie Manson vibes to it and uh, Alien Weaponry straight out of of course uh, the place they come from and then Mastodon is going to close it and well, I don't know if they're going to like destroy the place because there's insurance costs but Colin thinks Slipknot's going to do that maybe they'll do that still still no promises, again, for insurance reasons. I, honestly, Michael, I think at your festival, I would stay drinking in the parking lot and then go see those last three bands. Those, cool. last, three, those last three bands would be an amazing 
top three. It would totally be awesome, right? Yeah. It would. Yeah. I've seen them. They're great. They're great. I'd, I, I'd see the undercard. Colin, you're going to skip Hurricane Black and Blue and Great White? Uh, really? All right. Uh, probably not. <laughs> but there's a, little bit of, there's a little bit of drinking to do in the park. You got to remember, though, in the parking lot, we had autograph. We had every White yeah. Wolf. I mean, you know, so now those bands are hanging with us in the park. Where's White Wolf going to go? This is White the Wolf's first go year I think I can honestly say I'd go to every festival. Wow. Yeah. I really like how they all shook out. Yeah. I, I, but I, I think that the, the, the pickings are going to be really thin if we try to do this oh, again. Oh, good God. Colin and I <laughs> talked about, yeah. like, maybe... Yeah. We allow some of the some of the main stage acts from the very first year back next year, but if you chose them that year, you can't choose them again. Somebody okay. else. Okay. Okay. And maybe maybe we have to have like some sort of like a, a theme or some sort of uh, you know Farmville sort of like strategy or something where it's like what, the whole point is like how are you going to make the most money on? It's like mafia standard. Because like there's there, there there are a couple bands that we've never picked before like Ozzy uh, we've never said the Bon Jovi but like it is interesting that you tried to put Ozzy as one of the undercards <laughs> but then when we got to the headliners yeah I I, 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 my, no, I, I alien I, weaponry I had to revise I had to revise my theme a little bit but uh, <laughs> it was it was mostly because. Uh, yeah, I was just like a little sort of, uh, I didn't know if we were going to start from the top or the bottom, but obviously we started from the bottom and went to the top, and then we went down to the mm. bottom bottom. I'm just but, happy uh, I got rushed, so David couldn't bad talk them, yet put them on his stage at the same time. Yeah, you know what? I had uh, three bands that didn't make my stages, because I, well, I, I, I thought, you know, we're at a point now where a lot of the bands are, are out of the mix, so who could choose who is a little more threatening. But I did have at one point Venom. Ooh, okay. Um, I mentioned Six AM. I had them on a list. I didn't know where they were going to go. And I also had Offspring penciled in. Nice. Uh, they, as they a money, made a big impact on you as a money maker. You know what I mean? Like I said, yeah. I think I, I I don't listen to them a lot. Uh, I don't turn them off when they're on the radio. But live, they were very good, especially yeah. compared to Cheap Trick. <laughs> well, they, right. they've had a they've had a long career of being good live. Like yeah. they. Uh, they're and I'm telling act. you, I'm telling you that I'd love to have that singer on. He's got a PhD in biochemistry. I'd love to have him come on and, and talk about stuff, but I think they're too famous. Right? Nah. Jerks. I, I had Sabaton and Dexter Warren Holland. Dexter. It's not his real yeah. name, I don't think. All right. They probably we'll call him because call he has a doctorate degree. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, thank you again for joining us for the 2022 fantasy festival we hope you had a good time listening to our picks as usual you can follow us on instagram at metal podcast you can follow us on twitter at m-a-m-h pod and you can join us on facebook for daily fun please please visit apple podcasts (laughs) leave us a review and we will talk to you next week